0: Have some few words on Rosh Hashanah with your permission. A little bit about Rosh Hashanah from a different aspect. I'm reading from Pilchas, from Zor Pilchas, verse 365, Sulam. This section is written by Moses. I think it's quite important. So please listen carefully. Amaraya <laughs> Memna. Tell us, the faithful shepherd. Of course, after the organ and the arteries, the heart arteries, that are like Israel, like the Israelite. And becara, they have problem. The soul of the Israelite comes from the heart. They have problem. We have we have to wake up. Be Shusot shofar. What is kane? It's the tube of breathing. The tube of breathing. It's called kane. Kane shusot shofar. So, what does that mean? Okay. Some people call it hair tasiya uh, or something like that. You know, whatever you breathe because you have the esophagus, which is called veshet, and you have the tube where you're breathing from, the windpipe. So the windpipe is similar to shofar. When you look at shofar, what is a shofar? Do, do you mind bring me a shofar so I can show them? The windpipe is like a shofar. Why? Because the mm-hmm. other one is safe. Mm-hmm. It's not moving, right? So as you can see, there is a hole here. There's a hole from the other side. You see that, right? I mean, so basically when you're breathing here in your neck, you have two tunnels. One is for the food, one is for breathing. Okay? So when we are coming to Rosh Hashanah, we have to wake up. Something, here is, say, the wind pipe. Okay? What is is the windpipe is so important because when you're breathing you are removing the anger that comes from the gallbladder. Did you know that your gallbladder can burn the whole body if the windpipe is not being activated? So from here we learn when a person smokes or when a person doesn't bring in to the body, the right breathing, then the gallbladder, which is fire, can affect the body. What if you don't have gallbladder? Well, physically you don't have it, but it's still there. because the, the windpipe bring chesed, bring mercy, and this is like Shofar. Shofar Shofar we look at it like Bina. She do the Zohar said the Safakas a is like this word, which is Malchut. there is food and drink going to the Safakas But the windpipe is Olamaba, is the next word to come. Because it's Bina and there is no food. God forbid if food and water going into the windpipe, it's not not healthy. It's dangerous. If you take the esophagus, say the Zohar in 366, <coughs> it's called Veshet, Vav, Shin, Ta, Tet. But when you eat too much, the Veshet becomes Sin, Tet, Nun, Satan, <coughs> Satan. Same letter. All what you have to do is take the Vav, make it longer. When a person is so busy with stealing, eating, selfish... On a person, get mixed with the wrong people, then food, more food, more drink, more stealing, more take advantage of people, take advantage of poor people because you don't care, because you only work from their esophagus. And that's why the Vav become noon, they'll become Satan. Satan. And for that reason, whenever we eat food and drink, within it there is a mix of that dark Lord. And because there is a mix of that Satan, Nidigaber al That's why it starts to take over the organs, because we're injecting negativity. And then for 365 days, it tries to control your body. Because the numerically value of Shin Tet Nun is 359, but you don't say Satan, you say Asatan. So 359 becomes 364. One day that is not allowed to bother you is when? Yom Kippur. That's it. 364 days of the year is there, if you let them in because there is no food on Yom Kippur. You may say, what about Tisha B'Av? Well, Tisha B'Av is different. You don't eat there because that's his day. It's his birthday. Not his birthday, I mean, that's the day he liked to bother because that day the Messiah was supposed to appear. So, Yom Kippur, is like, the windpipe. For that reason, whoever dream about windpipe or any pipe, we know that the wisdom coming their way. For that reason, we have to wake up the shofar at this day. Because like a windpipe to remind us, there is Olam Amaba. There is the next one to come. And how is it work? When you want to connect to the mother, bina, it's tekiyah. Tekiyah is the long voice. Just the beginning of the voice. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it while I'm sitting, even I'm not supposed to do it while I'm sitting, but for the video it will be more comfortable. So when you hear the sound, which is long, it's more chesed that comes from Abraham. So when you hear just flat, simple chesed, more mercy. Shvarim, when you hear shvarim, okay, you're going to hear it like three broken sounds, so it will be like. So, three, like that, that's when you take that's from Yaakov. It's still breaking the judgment, but it's different, so it will sound more many broken pieces. So it's about nine to 12 pieces like that. So that's called Teruah, which is Yaakov. And all of this, if you look at it, one called Shvarim, one called Teruah, one called Tkiah, and this is Kesher. Because the code word Kuf is for Tkiah, Shin is for Shvarim, Resh is for Teruah. And when we do that, we have kasher. Kasher means connection. We connect. Can all A voice cannot come out of the uh, 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 body. A voice of talking or a voice of conversation or a voice of singing or just uh, just with the mouse, I'm talking about a voice that you can control. Avkach en so what are we doing? We're mixing judgment and mercy. Why? Because Torah is judgment. Torah is a harsh judgment. And is mercy. And Shvarim, is you know, in the beginning, Shvarim is more Din Rafe. It's not as a harsh as judgment as Torah. Because Shvarim is but it's still mercy. And what happened in heaven? We are now mixing mercy with judgment. And through this, by doing that, we are taking the judgment and we are sweetening the judgment. Because what is Rosh Hashanah all about Yom Kippur? These 10 days, people have to take it seriously. Whoever can afford not to work and take this 10 days off and just focus on your spiritual life, of course, do it. But whoever needs to work, you need to work. I understand that. Not everybody can afford to do that. But what is the message here? What do we need to learn from that? You know, to mix the mercy with judgment. Well, when you hear the Shafar, when you hear the Tekia, the first Tekia of Rosh Hashanah, you have, to, you have to take it seriously. You have to stand up. Close your eyes and understand that this is a second chance. If you made it to Rosh Hashanah, that's when God believed in you. God want to give you a second chance. God wants you to stay alive. God wants you to make it. That's, that's really what it's all about. You know, God wants you to make it. So you come and you do the tekiah, or you hear the tekiah. More, more important to hear than doing it yourself. When you hear it, you know now there is the opening the door of mercy. Then you have shvarim, and you have Trua. Two type of judgment. Think about all the time you were judging, all the time you were jealous, all the time you were angry, all the time you were screaming, all the time you feel shame and you make people feel ashamed, insult them. Then you close it with the kia. Every set of blowings start with the kia and end up with the kia. It's almost like you're wrapping everything with mercy. And inside you have the issue that we have to fix. Now, don't be busy how the divine will judge you or God will judge you. This is not so much your business. But be busy more of commitment to yourself to change. It's not commitment to God. It's not commitment to your family. It's some type of commitment for yourself to become better, to become better. We all want to become better, but we all struggle to make the first step to become better. Whatever rage is the issue, jealousy, lust, addiction, Everybody has different issues. We came to this world different from one another, but we need to improve. So when we receive all the gifts that we want to receive, we will not feel ashamed. We want to feel proud and earning all those gifts that we are going to receive this year. All the millions of dollars that it's yours. It's yours to claim, it's yours to receive, but do you have room for that? Room in your mind? Is your mind capable of Thinking about all this success, all the love that meant to be yours this year—is your mind open for that? All the health, all the fun, all the happiest moment—it's all part of your life. Now, if it's going to be yours or not, that has to be about the work that you're doing. Rosh Hashanah is a serious holiday. Yom Kippur is another serious holiday. Take it seriously. Take it seriously. But it's not just about the blowing of the shofar and the pray. The blowing of the shofar is a tool. The pray is another tool. The reading of the Torah is another tool. Those are tools to help you. But if you come to Rosh Hashanah just to hear the shofar, just to pray, just to hear the Torah, it's good. And have some family dinner. It's a wonderful thing. But if you come there to say, I want more for my life. I want more. I'm not looking to be giving more. I'm looking to want more. Because the force that want to give you, it's already accessible, it's available. They're waiting for your order. It's almost like you go online and you try to order food from a restaurant, but you never order the food from the restaurant. If that food is not arrived to your door, is that when the restaurant has some issue with you? Or you just forget to order? Think about it. And when we talk about removal of judgment, I'm going to share with you a story about the famous illel It's in Massechat Shabbat, in the section of Massechat Shabbat, in the Talmud in Shabbat. There is a section in, about Ilel, and forgive me if I don't give you the old details, it was a bet between a few wicked, evil people in a bar 2,000 years ago. Yes, they used to have a bar then. And they say whoever's going to make Hillel angry will receive 10 gold coin. Somebody will volunteer for that. And you know, you, you leave the place of work because then 10 gold coin at that time was a lot of money. It was like a, a salary for a year and a half. So that gentleman quit his job, preparing to get to Hillel to upset him. What he did, he went to Hillel before he going to the shower in the mikveh of Erev Shabbat. And normally that's the time for a rabbi, a Kabbalist, a sage, a Talbit Chacham. It's a moment of meditation, moment of taking a shower. You need at least good 20 minutes for preparation. And usually it's before the Sabbath. So you have to go after this, to Mircha and Harvid and pray and food and dinner, family. So Hillel is in the shower. That wicked person is screaming, where is Ilel? where is Ilel? Hillel rap himself in tower and come outside. I said, did you call my name? I said, yes, you are the famous Ilel, the most famous, famous rabbi into the Israelites. Say said, that's my name he say I have a lot of questions I want to ask you he thought he would upset him by saying a lot of questions and uh, he, he would tell him well we have no time So said please ask So I want to ask you why the people who live in the desert have a flat feet and he a very nice way he said well they live in the desert God created this way so they can walk in dirt and sand he says that satisfied you the gentleman was shocked that he answered it. So he, he went to the shower. He screamed again after two minutes. Mikanilel, Mikanilel. Where is Hillel? Hillel come out again. Yes, my dear student, my dear friend. What can I help you? Why the people in Babylonia, in Iraq, has a head which is pointy? said so, well, because God created them this way because the sun is hard there and God want to make sure that they don't get hurt very bad. Are you happy? The cat was shocked again. He got the shower. And mm-hmm. this keep going, keep going. He bothered Hillel. He ran out of question. In the end, the wicked man said to Ilel, are you the famous Ilel that everybody say that you're full of mercy and full of kindness and full of love? I can't believe that you are the cause that I lost the place of work. And I lost 10 gold coins because of you, because I bet that I can make you angry, and I will win 10 gold coins. Elel look at his eyes and say, "It's better. It's better. It's better that you lose your job. Ten gold coins. and Elel will not lose his temper. Because if Elel loses temper, this whole world will collapse. Right now we are in a time people looking for a leader but people also don't want to believe in anybody. You hear everybody say I wish we had a leader like 40 years ago. There is a lot of great people around that can lead you into a better life. Can lead me into a better life. Can lead us into a better life. But we don't give them a chance. Once somebody has been chosen to be a leader, everybody starts speaking against them. And it's so fast because there is TV, there is radio, there is media. So, so fast, it doesn't even get a chance to make it. And we need to understand: leader is the one who is going to take us into a better place. Better place where we all can make it in a better way. Hillel is with us. Like Rabbi Shimon Baruchai is with us. All of those souls are inter-body of the sages of our time. Once you find one that you believe in, you hold them like you found a diamond. You never let them go. Never let them go because those people meant to bring change into your life and if you're going to keep judging them and waiting for some 10 gold coin to come into your pocket no good no good and I just hope with this story you can enter Rosh Hashanah in a super positive way Shana Tova and I hope to see you soon bye bye